Nick Cage's actual biological son is involved in this too. Wes is now one of Nicholas's Cajuns. Tells me to keep it on just in case of an emergency. I'm here in case of an emergency. Bonjour et bienvenue dans le entrée épisode de Uncaged. Mon nom est Ben Pollard avec moi comme toujours mon bon ami Daniel Fisher. Bonjour. Dan, I couldn't find a good version of this film, so I watched it in French. For fuck's sake. <laughs> My desire to watch this film was low anyway, and when it was proving to be more of an obstacle to locate an English language version, well, I, I quite frankly gave up. And when I was searching through YouTube for it and the autocorrect came to Avec Francais Dubbing, I thought, yeah, I could go for that. I, I can tell you right now that as far as storyline or good dialogue, you have missed nothing. So... With that, but being I would said, love to. Off the back of when we did this for, oh god, what film was it? Zandali, I watched in Polish. <laughs> I would love to have your take on what you thought happened in this film. So, <laughs> before I go into talk about that, I would love to mention how Nick Cage, they don't, considering he is like the main draw, presumably, for this film, he is the reason that people would go and see this film, which it turns out, actually, I'd seen some of before one time in a hotel. This film was made to be, like, hotel television fodder. Yeah, it it is another prime midday Channel 5 film. It's the film equivalent of elevator music. Yeah, where not a bunch seems to happen, but they try and make it very suspenseful throughout whilst not going into... So... The film's premise, from what I understand, is some small-time terrorists who includes, include Wes Cage, which is great to yeah. see him back with some jet-black <laughs> curtains going from ear to ear. He's taking it from the man himself. Absolutely. Do they share the same die? Disgusting. One sharpie between them. <laughs> They've got a family stylist that they hire in for all their, <laughs> all their events. So this, Mr. Crayola. This gang of... Uh, small-time terrorists blow up a cafe after one of the terrorists that had a beard, I guess, had a coffee they didn't like. I wasn't really sure why they blew up that cafe. To be honest, mate, I, even in English, I was fairly unsure on what the plot of that bit was. Yeah, it seems a bit uncalled for because from what I can gather, and I genuinely didn't gather this until the last 10 minutes of the film, they were doing a bank robbery, I think. Um, but for some reason, they yeah, they blow up a cafe en route to doing that and maybe as a distraction I don't I'm really not know sure it's some sort of distraction based thing but honestly like having watched it I didn't get anything from that fortunately though don't you worry the cops are here to save the day <laughs> Nicholas Cage is a co- I mean the two cops they wrote in this there's Nick Cage's character and his partner neither of which I know the names from even though of course they would be in a language that I could understand properly just I don't think they really go into detail describing it I'll tell you now Nick Cage plays Mike Chandler <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure so Nick Cage, Mike Chandler, is a cop. Literally, again, I just love how they're like, we need to introduce some stakes. Okay, Mike Chandler is two days from retirement. Of course. Fantastic. And his partner is 
An expecting father. Perfect. We'll introduce early on that his wife just discovers she's pregnant. And that's it. And I think this is where Cage doesn't have any dialogue. We see him very briefly, maybe 10 minutes into this. But he doesn't have any dialogue until we're pushing the 20-minute mark here. And Nicolas Cage's first lines of this, of course, are Trebian. <laughs> Straight into, oh, wow. <laughs> the person they hired in to do Nicolas Cage's dubbing in this, it was quite remarkable because it's a really good Nick Cage impersonation, but in French. Considering how much time Cage in real life spends in the French quarter of New Orleans, I'm surprised he didn't opt to do it himself in French. (laughs) Well, quite possibly, because honestly, the impression is pretty bang on. It's just in a different language. Isn't that weird that for some reason that was like the autocorrect, they put that right to the top immediately of just like, yeah, this is a movie for French people. Go, 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 go. <laughs> the YouTuber's just like, you want this in French, don't you? I know. I know you. Yeah. We we know what's up. Weird. Well, I feel like there's maybe a couple of bits that you've missed out on this already. Yes. Or things that I've looked into too much as I kind of skim watch this trash film. Yeah, I was... It might have been the language barrier, but I was fairly, thoroughly disrespectful watching this film. Cage's partner, it seemed to me, is dating or is married to Cage's daughter. Right, okay, that makes a little so more sense. So she's pregnant with what's going to be Cage's grandson, but he hasn't spoken to his daughter in a long time since their mother passed away and he just retracted and couldn't deal with the illness, so just right, kind of so stayed out I of it. Didn't get that's that the kind part. of that's the backstory. And admittedly, you don't need it. I thought Cage's partner's girlfriend was just like, I don't like that old fuck you're working with. I yeah, don't like that's it. basically it. And that, I don't I like that, that old it. fuck. He's my dad. And then at the end, when they, they, like, Cage and his daughter have this big hug after, don't worry, the day is saved with shooting. We'll get to that in a sec. The, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they have this big hug at the end. And I was obviously devoid of context. And I was like, oh, they've made amends through this guy possibly dying. Obviously doesn't in the end. So how did you feel about Kenny? It's the character played by Michael Rainey Jr. Oh, is Kenny the character who is arrested for being a teenager and also black? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly that. As far as I can understand, that is what happened in that sequence where Kenny is in his friend's car, who's also a black man. They're teenagers, and they're just filling up gas, and then the police seemingly, for no reason, pull guns on them, take Kenny away in the back of the car. The whole thing is ridiculous. Essentially, it's a very kind of current situation as well, which is, um, I say current, a situation that's been going on forever. But it's it's weird to see it portrayed in a film that I suppose, to be honest, is only two years old. But this this feels like a much older film in the fact that... What I'm trying to say, Ben, is this feels bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to dance around that. (laughs) No, go for the juggler, man. It sucked in a second language. Not a very good film. Not very good at all. What's the opposite of uh, Trebian? (laughs) It was shit. (laughs) Well, I've got Google Translate open here, so let's just type in utter shit garbage. Yeah, what's French for Nicolas Cage is rubbish in this film? Yeah, I believe it's what the French would call garbage de merde. (laughs) Love that. Yeah, so Kenny essentially plays this disenfranchised youth character who's an African-American in what seems to be an all-white school and he's getting bullied. He gets essentially bogwashed in a urinal, which I've never seen before, by three guys and eventually retaliates and punches back and then gets he has the choice of uh, his mum comes in and they're like, we don't tolerate violence at all. So he's either getting expelled or has to do a ride along 
with the police where they're going to kind of one of those scared straight programs they refer to it as right sure and they're like well what about the other boys and they're like well we've got no evidence that they did anything and I was like here we fucking Despite go one of them filming the whole thing on his phone yeah here comes fucking America <laughs> god damn it's outrageous but yeah that's the whole premise and then yeah that kind of sets it up where he's going on this ride along Cage and him kind of bond a little bit more and more. They're kind of doing like a good cop, bad cop, and Cage is the good cop. And uh, he learns more about why Kenny's acting out and kind of comes around to his side. Before they can really get to the bottom of that, they take this call for a bank robbery, turns into a huge shootout, and all hell breaks loose. Wouldn't you know it, Nick Cage's actual biological son is involved in this too. (laughs) It's just so ridiculous. Every now and then just wears cages out. It would crack me up. I, I really struggled to get through this one. Yeah, this neither of us were looking forward to this, but it did not do itself any favours just by being so vanilla. If this was a TV episode, it would have still been too long. Right. You know what I mean? The setup for this film could have happened in literally three minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, instead of that, it took about 35. And then you have an hour based around one action scene, which they draw out forever. Oh, my God. And then from what I can understand, from my perspective, there's... They set up the thing and the, the terrorists or the bank robbers, whatever you'd like to call them, Wes and Co. Wes and Co., uh, they get all these hostages in there. There's a scene where they show they're serious by this old man tries to call their bluff and get shot in the head by one of them. Not by Wes, thank goodness. And But then from what I can understand, missed a bit of language barrier perhaps, but at the end they just let all the hostages go. One of them, they just have like a Game Boy Advance in one of their pockets by the look of it which ends up being an explosive device which the police kind of get rid of in no time because the lady obviously just tells them and then (laughs) one by one Wes and Co just Wes first in fact just walk out of the bank and just get shot to bits by a police firing squad essentially it's better that he was going to be so grounded (laughs) but yeah that seems to be what happens they just walk out and one by one they just get shot to bits and then there's a moment right at the end where Cage is having a shooting match with, I guess, the leader, the guy that blew up the coffee shop, and they're having this showdown, and Cage gets pinned down, he gets shot in his Achilles, horrible, but serves him right, because Cage was doing that to loads of people earlier in the film, I guess it evens the odds out, and then at the last minute, you think Cage is going to get got, wouldn't you know it? Plot twist, Kenny kills someone with no remorse, shoots this guy in the head, Kills him, saves Cage's <laughs> life, doesn't bat an eyelid, doesn't yep. for a moment go like, he doesn't go, I've taken a life. It's never addressed at all, this it, whole... It turns out that's actually a huge bonding because there's an epilogue sequence one year later. This teenager has literally just killed a man and they never address, considering the amount of trouble that he got into for punching a guy that bogwashed him, <laughs> he's now killed a man with someone else's gun as a teenager and now he's invited to dinner yeah that's it and then the film basically ends and uh, i got absolutely furious turned everything off and i didn't even bother i know we spoke about this yesterday how we just kind of know if we're going to be recording an episode that day we don't have to message each other i turned my phone off in case you messaged me <laughs> i was having none of it i was not going to talk about that I don't want to talk about it how do i set my entire life to airplane mode you know I'm a fan of the user reviews on IMDb. Oh, yes, please. There's always a plethora of options of me to choose from. This film has one review. Oh. And it's entitled, Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. That's, that's basically it. They gave it a 3 out of 10. 
It just says terrible acting, awful script, cliched characters, predictable deaths. I can't argue with any of it. Any of those, all those points are so accurate. That was probably a one star review, but the review itself is 10 stars just for sheer accuracy. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I'd love to hear you be nice to French Nicky. There's a bit at the end, at at the very end, it cuts to a year later and Nick's out jogging as he has wont to do he's now presumably considering running for a congress in the runner i imagine they're connected <laughs> but there's even even without understanding the language just the way that scene was directed and that you give me a bit more context now where cage comes to his big house at the end and is looking at a picture of that girl and an older woman and I didn't realise that that was his daughter and the girl's mother or Cage's wife presumably at one point so I thought he was just in the house and looking at a picture of this girl that's the mother of his (laughs) partner's son very confusing but even without the language there I knew that the dialogue there was absolutely stinky I wonder if you knew what it was at all I, I couldn't remember. I was so angry up at the end of that film that I was just like, once I saw him jogging again, it's like one year later, and I was like, you've just got shot like through the ankle. You reckon you're running in a year? Stop it. There is a scene in this where they clearly didn't know what to do with Nick Cage's character, and you can tell that Cage doesn't really want to be here on this film. It's He's, he's played this role before in much more exciting films. He wasn't bothered. This is a paycheck one. He's still somehow recovering from Mandy. This one... Uh, so he needs to do something in the scene that's a dialogue scene between Kenny and Cage's partner cop. So he is just shooting a pistol like off into nothing just like towards a building there's a like there's a sniper in there picking people off one by one it's the sniper's Wes Cage who actually takes a shot at his own dad's head at one point but Cage man just to dodge that somehow without even realizing no one seems to even notice but yeah at one point just to do something anything on screen Cage is just firing bullets like into nothing it's just to weird. have something to do on screen and I thought that was great improvising on his part well, he did go on to describe this movie as disappointing and that he didn't like the final cut at all. Wasn't wasn't a fan of it. Um, also, on top of that, as well as being actually shot in the ankle, whilst filming parts of this film in Bulgaria, which I'm not sure why they'd be filming any of this in Bulgaria what? when it's set entirely in America, Right. Um, he actually broke his ankle. Oh, really? So I don't know if that's why they put the he got shot in the ankle kind of bit in there, <laughs> just so they could kind of play off it. But yeah, it couldn't have been that bad. It's apparently it put him out for like two weeks or so, which is kind of bizarre. Um, what method shit was he doing? Look, I, I'd love to try and be nice to Nicky. Yeah, yeah, give it a go, man. I feel like and I've done this. I'd say that this is a film predominantly around the relationship between a parent and a child. And we see it in many different forms, but in no more way do we see that portrayed here because obviously Nick kind of portrayed as this kind of not so much a deadbeat dad like he was great but then he just couldn't hack it and he's kind of not abandoned his family but retracted from it but what we do see here is the real world cage coming out to support his son in what I can only imagine in a little throwback to a, a what were you thinking moment he's got to have only been in this because his son was cast in it and he and his son's just like I've got this film but I think it's going to flop and Cage is just like right I reckon put my name on it and let's try and boost my son's career here. Do you think it was that way around? I love that. I think it's that way around with this one because I, he's he's done this so many times before. 
He said repeatedly that he he didn't like the film. He described it as disappointing over and over again. Doesn't like the final cut. Wasn't a fan of the script. So I was like, why would you take it? Yeah, your son's in it. And that's why I find it very interesting because we've been seeing Nick work so hard to break that million dollar (laughs) return. no. This must be a pittance. Wes is coming in hot with some great films and opportunities for him. Wes is now one of Nicholas's cages. <laughs> and he's going, you know, you know what, Dad? I've got this great one. I know I actually love playing cops. And he's like, oh, God, how are you, my son? <laughs> Look, Ben, I'd love to know how much you think this film makes. $15,000. $15,000. It's close. It's close, but you're off by just over a million. <laughs> This film makes one million dollars. What? Really? Yeah. It's just more successful than any of Cage's solo films. What the? (laughs) What? 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 Where's this coming in hot with the films? Right. God damn. (laughs) I have no idea how much is spent on this, so I couldn't say. Uh, This is like an ongoing collaboration that Nick's had with Millennium Films, but again, Saturn Films uh, didn't touch this one. Uh, Imagine Nick's kicking himself now because... This is just unbelievable. Wow, that is truly surprising. Like I said, I guess I I saw it on television at one point, uh, on some sort of, I guess, Sky Channel in the States. So they must have got some money there. I guess that counts towards it. But that is genuinely very surprising. I mean, good for you, Nick, but I wish it was for, like, any other film. I'll say was... like, good for you, Wes. I yeah. think you've, you've come in hard here and saved your dad's career. <laughs> And I think this is how, off the back of this, this is the winning streak starts here because we're going to see Mike Chandler from Two on One move on to become the voice of Superman in Teen Titans Go to the movies. Oh, I didn't realize he was Cage's voicing Superman. That makes a lot of sense. He must be so excited. He must be. This is like he's come so close a lot of the time, and now he's actually voicing him. And he's alongside his son, who is named after that same character. It's yeah. This is this is going to be brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so Cal was playing young Bruce Wayne, and Nicholas Cage has played Superman. <laughs> Teen Titans Go to the movies. Yeah, this is just ridiculous. Oh, we've got Will Arnett coming in to play Slade. Sick. I love Will Arnett. Yeah, I, I'm I'm into this. Michael Bolton's playing Tiger. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, Michael Bolton? <laughs> the same it's Michael good. Bolton I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I say that there can't be more than one. Bolton Cage. Amazing. Yeah, the multiple Grammy Award winning singer. And what? social activist. On earth. Man, I think this could be a good time. Like, I think this is going to be one of those ones where I'm not excited about, but I think I'm going to have a lot of fun about I, it. I love cartoons anyway, so this might have been something I'd end up watching on like some random Sunday anyway. So let's bring it around to Friday. I don't even care. Let's have it. Yeah, let's have it. Um, the way I've kind of jumped ahead a little bit there and not gone in on cage match, I'm unsure if we need it. No, let's, uh, let's see this cop get brutalised. Yeah. It's time right. for Cage yeah. Match. All right, let's just call this for what it is. Um, strength. strength red. red. Agility. I mean, we watch this cop get shot. We do watch Cage dodge a sniper bullet, but he doesn't even realise he's done it, so I don't know if that really counts. I think that's more poor shooting from the sniper. Western. What do you like? 
Uh, yeah, it's it's red. He yeah. uses that quad bike. Does get it stuck in the mud, but it doesn't slow him down. Yeah, I, I'm I'm completely on board with red on this. The guy forges an axe and just goes to war on his own. Nick Cage can't do it with the whole force of the police behind him. It still struggles. Um, he he his main bit of agility is when he runs away to protect the thing and forgets the kid. Yeah, yeah, so he totally does. Just leaves I'm the kid in the firing that. line, and it's just unbelievable. He just ditches just... Kenny in a second, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm giving this guy no agility, and I think let's let's bring that into likability. Absolutely, based off of that, it's it's got to be like likability again. It's going straight to red. Even if even if Mike Chandler was actually at all likable, I don't see him beating Red anyway. But I mean, he's already this kind of abandoned dad kind of thing. He's yeah, abandoned his family right. when they really needed him. It's too little, too late. I'm I'm not a fan of him. No cage that I could spot in a uh, second language. There's some shouting at some point. Oh, there, there, there is there is a good moment when he shouts at the SWAT team for not being there for backup as soon as possible, and he's like, "Well, where were you? What's taking you so long?" But then, like, they don't have an answer, and he just repeats his line. He may as well have just played the same scene again, like the same <laughs> clip, and it was just like, "Oh, you kind of cheapened your own cage moment there." Yeah, yeah, a little. I think that's probably where it's just going. Do it again. Do yeah. it again. We'll get. The, we've got the budget. Do you reckon Wes was really behind the scenes in this? Love that. <laughs> Put on the strings. Um, I think the only one we haven't touched on there is appearance. Doesn't even need to go into it. Red wins 5-0 again. That's two flawless five victories nil. in a row. Red is He's going to go on. Red, and I think it's Red Miller, wasn't it? That's Red right. Miller is going to take on the voice of Superman. Wow, okay. That could be very interesting. We will have to bear in mind that we're going to go strictly with what is on screen displayed for Superman because he is obviously a character with a massive amount of backstory to him. Um but it would be very unfair for the very relatively newcomer Red Miller to have to compete with, you know, 50, 60 years of backstory. So we're just going to go strictly what's on the I screen. I mean, to be fair, for all we know, Superman's other kryptonites could include copious amounts of cocaine, forged yeah. axes, and hallucinogens. So Absolutely. So you never know. Time will tell. Let's keep this one short, Dan. This film really doesn't deserve to be talked about much. Like, you said there was one review about it on IMDb, and usually yeah. you've got a handful to pick through. I'm actually a bit ashamed of us that we've recorded even this long a conversation about it because this film doesn't bear mentioning uh, sort of at all. And it's it's a big shame that it comes at this point during Cage's timeline, you know? Is he still trying to bail himself out? Did he get paid a lot of money for this? Was this just a favour to his son? I think it's a favour for his son. I'll let him have it. But outside of that, I- I'm speculating that that's why he did it because I can't see a single other reason why he'd take this absolute dross film. This is tripe. Big waste of time. Um, yeah, I- I'm not into it. Let's watch Teen Titans later. Yeah, let's go to the movies. Daniel, right. thank you for your time, mate. A pleasure as always. Yeah, always, Nick, pal. pull your fucking socks up, mate. Unacceptable, quite frankly. Unacceptable. Yeah, n- not into it. Broken ankle or not, sort this shit out. And like we say on the show every day, my friends, Malgare tu marege, je le traîne toujours avec Belkage. Au revoir. Au revoir.